This is Pro Wrestling Illustrated, a love letter to independent wrestling from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I am one of your hosts, PWI Editor-in-Chief Kevin McElvaney. With me here, as always, the good witch, the conduit of karma, the divine darling, Kaya McKenna. Kaya, how's it going? I'm doing great, Kevin. How are you doing? Good, good. Keeping on the grind and appropriately mm. for a second episode running. We have Definitely are. Very prominently represents Pro Wrestling Grind, and that is Mike Skyros. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here to talk about Pro Wrestling Grind. Yeah, so the, the last time we did anything indeed on this show, we talked to uh, Domi Exo ahead of the big anniversary show at which you were to defend your Pro Wrestling Grind championship against uh, Matt Mikowski. This was yes. a highly anticipated match. And we're here talking to you today because the, uh, the match is about to be available for everyone to watch. Is that right? Yeah, the match is coming up on Tuesday. It's going to be live in the evening around 7 p.m. on IWTV. Awesome. Yeah, it's always good to uh, check out. One thing I really like about when an event goes up, whether it's live in the moment or if it's the, the premiere of the event, is that people can kind of watch it as a community for the first time. They can go online. They can tweet about it. They can post on their social media platform of choice about it. And I know this is a particularly exciting show um so i mean let's just talk about it right off the bat because matt mikowski is he's been gunning for this for a while um yeah what what can fans expect when they tune in and watch this match so matt presents a very unique style and a very unique challenge for me as a champion when you get in the ring with him he's he's a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu he's been practicing mixed martial arts for a very long time the precision and the speed that he does techniques that other people may do in the ring is completely different and completely unique to anything I've been in the ring with before. It doesn't hit you until it hits you, and he hits me quite a lot in this match. It was it was tough. So everyone that tunes in can see me try to solve that puzzle. I was going to say, how do you not only physically but mentally prepare for an opponent like that that has that sort of tenure in combat sports? And that's not something you come across too often in independent wrestling, right? It's kind of a unique case. Yeah, obviously, like any other title defense, I have to be at the top of my game. But with Matt specifically, I have to try to not play his game. There's an ego part of every champion to be like, I'm, I'm champion for a reason. I should just go right at him. But that's a dumb move, in my opinion. With him, I have to focus on what my strengths are. I have a big experience advantage. I, And honestly, whether the fans there like it or not, I am willing to do whatever I have to to hold on to that championship. And I think if you take a look at that match, I do a lot of that. Well, the game certainly changes once you become a champion because you yeah. do everything you can to acquire that championship. And you might have a thought like, I'm going to be a noble, valiant fighting champion. But in the back of your head, there's always, I'm going to do what I need to do to keep this title. No one's taking it from me, right? Like that mentality doesn't yes. expect it a little bit, but it's the same hunger. Yeah. And whether people want to admit it or not, wins and losses are the thing that matter the most. And maybe this month, next month, uh, when the broadcast is still fresh, people are going to remember oh, Skyros did this or this to get, gain the advantage or whatever in the match. But as time goes on, all people are going to remember is that I was a champion. I got in there with Matt Mikowski, one of the baddest dudes going today, and I won. Yeah, that's I, I appreciate. Let me just say, 
thank you for saying that wins and losses matter. So, I mean, we have things yes. like, Oh my you know, gosh, thank you. <laughs> I say this all the time and people are like, yep. no, no. Yeah. Yep. They definitely matter because it doesn't yep. matter how talented you are, how good looking you are, how much finesse you have in that ring, how much ground you're covering. If you're not winning, who cares? Like we're all here. to win. Yeah. And that's not to say you can't lose a match here or there, like, but there's a reason yes. that undefeated streaks are so memorable, so important, how they're a signal of someone becoming something bigger. Um, there's a reason that even like if someone is suddenly elevated into a position they were not in before, sometimes the fans go, huh? And they're a little, they hesitate a little bit. Um, yeah. It's because there's this perception that if you beat people, even though like we, we all know the nature of the business at this point, um, yeah. and, and if you're watching this and you don't just send me a message, I'll, I'll explain it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. But, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it still is about perception and storytelling and, uh, yes. yeah, the wins and losses matter. Um, but you know, there's, this was not the only story being told on that show. And I think, uh, no. certainly, you know, like the, the major attraction with the title on the line, but could you talk a little bit about what else people can expect to see if they tune in? Yeah, two matches that really stood out that I watched on the show personally were uh, right out right at the beginning of the show, Colin Delaney and A Game. They they tore it down. As much as I'm not a fan of A Game right now, personally, professionally, he's killing it. I've been in the ring with him. He's on the rise. And if anyone knows anything about Colin, he's kind of one of the more unsung guys in the indies right now. He is incredible, and he shows it in that match. And then. Later in the card, there is a match between the a new team we have at Grind, the Memory Museum, and a really established tag team now in the main event. And main event is Pro Wrestling Grind refers to them. They're our tag team, and they they always bring excitement. They bring high flying. They bring a little bit of everything in terms of like really solid, really exciting tag team wrestling and. They got in there with the new guys, and the new guys kept up. Speaking of new people and people keeping up and new challengers, who do you see coming down the road to challenge you at Pro Wrestling Grind? Who's really stepping up, and who would you be willing to get in the ring with and give them a shot? Yeah, so the the cool thing about Grind is I, I don't have to book anything. I just step in the ring, and whoever they put me against or who they announce – I'm willing to take on that challenge, but we have a very solid and consistent core roster. And there's a lot of people that have publicly, whether we put out this little grind pamphlet, there are a lot of people taking shots at me in there. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. The, uh, guys that have said stuff, Travis Huckabee, Perry Von Vicious, uh, Ryan Mooney has built a lot of momentum. I'm sure him and I will cross paths soon. I'm sure if a game keeps winning, he's going to get another shot at me. He'll lose, but he'll get another shot at me. And Perry Von Vicious in Japan said very blatantly that he is not only coming back to beat me, he's coming back to crush me and take my belt. So a lot of those core guys on the roster have been building momentum and feel like they're taking a shot. And then the first champion, Jay Freddy, right when I won the belt, said he'll be waiting in the wings. So I got to kind of I gotta stay on my toes, you know. So how do you stay on your toes? Like, so what, what do you do to uh, stay? Like, does it involve like taking more bookings between these grind shows? Is it, is it stepping up your, your training, watching tape? Like what's your, what's your way of staying? Like, yeah. Your way of 
so I try to be in a ring as often as possible. A lot of people talk about when they take their bookings, quality over quantity, and I think there is something to that because you don't you don't want to put yourself you know, in compromising positions, especially as a champion. But I'm the type of person where I am better the more consistently I'm in the ring. So whether it's getting in extra training matches, getting in uh, just extra bookings on weekends on an odd day like a Thursday or a Friday. I just like being in the ring and I'm at my best when I just have that that muscle like super fresh, super tense. And I'm just trying to stay as consistent as possible, be at the top of my game. Another thing that helps me too, that guys like uh, Daniel Garcia was really big on this, even though he's much younger than me and much newer than me. Everyone knows how incredible he is, but he watches tape on every single opponent he wrestles. And... Every match I have coming up, I started doing that, and it made such a huge difference just going into the match. So those are two things I really try to be adamant on. I'm going to echo the watching tape thing because I was out with an injury for a very long period of time yes. where I could not physically get in the ring to train. But I consumed so much wrestling in that time off that I felt like I came back a better wrestler right off the bat, despite not having actually yes. been for nine months. It makes a difference. And I also feel, and maybe you can weigh on this as well, when I wrestle opponents who practice that, there's a difference versus opponents who don't. Like, you definitely have an edge on the people who are not as committed to being a student of the game. Like, you can tell as soon as you yeah. step in the ring with people who's watching tape, who's in the ring training five days a week, who's hitting the gym, who's always trying to be better, stronger, faster. And who's just kind of there. Yeah. And there's, there's unicorns out there for sure. That can just, they can come off the street after not wrestling for like a month or two and be amazing. But I think most people, they, you can tell when they're fresh and you can tell what, like when they're like in tune with what they're doing and you're right. It makes a huge difference. And I mean, it's it, it, a little, I'm oh, sorry. No, you go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> so I've always been a little envious of people who are just very natural at professional wrestling because I feel yeah. like some people just take to it like a duck to water. And I, despite having an athletic background of my own, I had to work very, very, very hard to be decent at professional wrestling. Yeah. But I think that when you have to put that extra work in, you have an appreciation per se that others do not. Like when you put that time into watching tape, you yeah. start to appreciate the business in a way that people who don't do that, they don't have that appreciation. You know, they don't see it from that standpoint. Yeah. I can absolutely relate because I was not a natural at this. I was very much a, a late bloomer, a slow learner. And I, that, I train relentlessly still. I'm still at the same school I started with all the time. I'm jumping in at places like Ground Zero Wrestling in Rochester, trying to get extra reps with guys like Colin. And mm -hmm. it's tough. Like, it's frustrating sometimes you see people out there that are super young, super new, and they just get it. You're like, ah, why couldn't that be me? But not everyone's path is the same. So you kind of have to figure out, like, okay, I have to, I have to do this to grow. And I'm, I'm still a believer that even if you're not a natural, like, if you put in the work, like, you can, you can maximize your talent. Well, absolutely. Because when you're putting in all that work, it's like riding a bike with training wheels. And then maybe one day, like yeah. you hit the curb and the wheel pops up and you're off to the races yeah. and then everything just kind of falls into place because your mental game is so strong when your body physically catches up with it, like you're unstoppable, you know, whereas other yeah. people have to make up their shortcomings mentally because they didn't watch the tape. They didn't 
study. They didn't seek out guidance. They didn't go train at other places like you're doing, you know, diversify your moveset, diversify your skills. So it's really cool. You're setting yourself up for a very long championship reign doing that, you know, be ready to take on anyone who comes yeah. to the bike. Well, I had to, this, this spot wasn't mine. This wasn't given to me. When I arrived at the company, they weren't like, this is the guy that's going to be champion. I very much stole the role as champion. And I'm very proud of that because we have a huge roster. We have a talented roster and we have a lot of guys that I think could be great champions one day, but I made it my mission to become, cause I, I say it in promos all the time. I love pro wrestling grind and that's legitimate. And the fact that I get to hold this is so awesome. To we me right now. Brings the bell. Oh, shiny. Fought so hard. Yes. Yeah. But again, like I, I took it right out from everyone's noses, and I'm very happy to be the champion. I plan on being a champion for a very long time. Um, and I, it's funny. It's way easier to they people say like in different ways. It's easier to get to the top than to stay at the top. And my goal is just to run so fast and so hard that even when I'm in first, no one can catch up to me. Right. And I mean, it's right there in the name with grind and you have this roster. For yep. this, this, you know, and there's this whole idea. People talk about like uh, the importance of consistency and that beating in many cases, natural ability, because it is, it is about wanting it to a certain extent. Um, I think it was, was it, was it a Malcolm Gladwell book? It was, but it was, it was something about like the things that, uh, like people who are really just masters in their field having common is the reps and the amount of, you know, like, okay, the Beatles did as well as they did because they had the 10,000 hours playing. 10,000 hours. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, so that, there's something to that. Though. We were talking about people that just are newer, you know, and just come and they have all this opportunity right out the gate. Right. And you mm -hmm. can't figure out how it's happening. And it's frustrating when you're somebody who has been quote unquote grinding. Right. But I have yes. truly noticed that, that has a ceiling and you cannot like you cannot out Carney the grind, right? Like you can try no. to take shortcuts. You can try to, you know, get other people to foot the bill for you. You can try yeah. to finesse it any way you, which way you can. Right. But there is something to be said for someone who puts in time and hard work and it might be the longer path, but it is certainly the path that has staying power. You can't, you cannot, cut corners you can't out carny the grind like there's something to be said for the grind in this business and the people who commit to doing that grind so yeah i think that's a lot of our roster too if you look at it it's a lot of guys that especially in new england you'll see yeah. and it's nothing as any of these guys but you see a lot of the same names on every show so much in like how they used to describe ecw i'm not saying we're ecw but grind <laughs> is kind of the island of misfit toys where it's it here, guys who are very talented yeah but haven't gotten the shine other places ecw is great i'm i enjoy yeah. watching ecw i have yeah so it's fantastic yeah there's a, but it's a, like we're good <laughs> so there's definitely a place for the ecosystem in the ecosystem for a place like grind that creates opportunity for yes. those hustlers for those grinders for those people that are true students of the game that may have gotten overlooked at other places for whatever reasons you know and i can appreciate that that space has been created because it's so important i mean that's how we get our eyes on people that we might not have 
you know, Kevin was saying like, oh, who's this person? Oh, wait, hold on. They're, they're pretty, this is pretty impressive here. Let me see what they're up to. And it's just to create those opportunities for people in wrestling that are working hard. It's just such noble work. Yeah. Like it's, it's so interesting to see because look at guys like, again, like Mooney, like a game, like even a guy like Travis Huckabee, who's been around a long time or, I can name a bunch of people off our roster, but how often, before, yeah, how often before grind were those guys featured prominently on in the Northeast in places like Mass, Connecticut, et cetera? Not as often as like the people you see around at other places. So, and they've been able to build off of this and get more prominent bookings and elevate their status even more, even if they were already at a high level. So, that's one of the things I think is really important about grind is we've given the spotlight on the stage to a lot of people, including myself that uh, didn't have that sort of spotlight before. You know, my next and probably last question for you was what makes grind so special, but I think you, you summed it up so well right there. Um, we want yeah. to, to plug anything else you have coming up along with again, like uh, where and how and when people can catch the uh, all grind shows, but also this, this, this anniversary show that's coming up and about to premiere. But first, Kaya, do you have anything else you want to ask our guests before we part ways here? No, I actually really enjoyed speaking with you today, Mike. That was some great insight into pro wrestling grind, into the New England independent scene, and just into the hard work that you've put into getting where you are. Um, I just, I always Thank appreciate when guests are like that. They have so much to bring to the table. They can, they're open, they're honest, they're candid. And I just, I really enjoyed speaking with you today. That's really cool. I appreciate that a ton. In terms of places you can find me in the future, first and foremost, I'm going to plug it again. This Tuesday on IWTV, watch Pro Wrestling Grind Celebration Day 2 live. Tweet about it. Post about it. Tell us what you think, good, bad, and different. If you hate me, if you love me, tell me. And if you want to find me anywhere else, you can find me at every Pro Wrestling Grind show until they physically stop me from coming into the building. You can find me... Coming up on November 18th, I'll be at Immortal Championship Wrestling, tagging with my buddy Adam Stone. You can find me on the 19th at Kaiju Pro Wrestling in Connecticut. And then a lot of places are taking the Thanksgiving weekend off, which is nice. I'm going to spend that with family. And then you can find me the first weekend of December at NFW New Jersey, at Smashmaster Wrestling in Scranton, PA, and at Excite Wrestling in Binghamton, New York. Wow, that's quite a schedule you've coming up, and then you know sometimes awesome. that's a grind. Slowing down toward the end of the year—that is not what you're Always. doing. In keeping with the grind, and uh, of course, people can go back after they've watched this new uh, celebration day too. They can go back and watch previous uh, shows. So that's that's a pretty awesome. Yes, thing. they're all there. You can watch your journey. Uh, thank you again, Mike, for joining us. Thanks to our listeners yeah, and viewers for tuning in. Kaya, the last word goes to you. Parting words of wisdom. Anything else that you might want to share with us, with our viewers? I think I said it in the episode, right? Like you can't out Carney the grind. Just put your nose at the grindstone and make it happen for yourself. Um, I do think that if you stay the course, good things will come your way. So just no matter what you're going through right now, if you're feeling slighted, feeling overlooked, feeling frustrated, keep at it, stay the course and... Maybe one day you'll get a title shot against Mike Skyros at Pro Wrestling Grind. Look at that shiny belt. Yeah. Love it. <laughs>